Uh, I'm so blessed and happy that we're here this morning going through the book of Proverbs. And um, I just want to say that we all got to pick um, the proverb that we, that we preached about, right? All the pastors got to pick. And I picked this one. So if you judge me, I, I, you'll, you'll see. You guys know what the chapter's about. Um, yeah, it's about sex. So judge me all you want. But today we're going to be talking about uh, wisdom. And our series are, is Wisdom Is. Wisdom Is. And today, I'm not hiding the eight ball. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to spend the rest of my time trying to convince you of this. Wisdom is not trading our relationship with God for our sexual desires. Right? I'm not hiding the eight ball. This is exactly, sometimes when, when preachers preach, you got to figure out, like, what are they saying? What do they really mean? Hey, I want us to focus on this relationship that we get to have with Jesus. And we're not going to trade anything that the world may offer or that our sexual desires may desire for that. So, that being said, um, I just want to read it one more time and then I'm going to hop into it. So, Proverbs chapter 5. Um, it's kind of long, but I want us to really focus on 15 through 18, and I'll get to that in a second. I know we already read it this morning, but here we go one more time. My son, be attentive to my wisdom. My son, okay, my son. This is what we believe Solomon wrote to his son, instructing him, hey, this is something that I got to tell you that is very important. So, my son... Be attentive, okay? How many of you guys have sons in here? All right? Listen, I have a son and I have a daughter. No disrespect. The daughters are a little bit sharper. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, us boys, we, it, we're a little slow on the uptake. So he's like, my son, be attentive. Pay attention. You got to sometimes snap them. Snap them. Hey, pay attention. Pay attention. Right here. Eyes right here. Solomon's saying, hey, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding that you may keep discretion and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood. Okay, in the end, there's a cause here. And then over here, there's an effect. In the end, something we're going to be talking about. In the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, O oh, sons, again, saying, hey, you already, you already got distracted again? Hey, listen to me. He's telling them again. I'm telling you, these sons, I got one. I got to snap them. And now, O oh, sons, listen to me. And do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her. And do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your years to the merciless. Lest strangers take their fill of your strength and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And at the end of your life, you groan when your flesh and body are consumed. And you say, how I hated discipline and my heart despised reproof. 
I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to my instructors. I am at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. But here's where we're going to focus today. This is the good part. This is what we get to do. Drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. A lovely deer, a graceful doe, let her breast fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Why shouldn't you be intoxicated, my son, with a forbidden woman and embrace the bosom of an adulteress? For a man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. The iniquities of the wicked ensnare him, and he is held fast in the cords of his sin. He dies for lack of discipline, and because of his great folly, he is led astray. All right. I need, we need to talk about three things to frame our conversation today. Three points, all right? It's not, they, they're not in the Bible, but they're, it's, it's, it's knowledge, it's good wisdom, and it's going to frame what we're going to talk about today. Number one, I think we can all agree we live in a society where the pervasive view on sex is do whatever with whoever you want. Right? However, this flies directly in the face of what God has called us to and what God wants for us. And the sexual ethic is, according to the world, just, hey, as long as, as, long as you're cool with it, as long as they're cool with it, it could be anybody, whoever, whenever, however, doesn't matter. However, this flies in the face of Proverbs 5, and he's saying, wait, 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 there's a way to do this thing. Wisdom says there's a way to do this thing. Number two, sex raises the temperature on everything it's associated with. Let's see if you guys know about this. I got my, I'm like a magician. I got this magic curtain. I'm going to be coming behind here from time to time. Anybody know what this is? All right, adobo. What does this do? What is this? What is this? No, it's not season. It is magic powder from heaven. Right? If you're Hispanic, do Haitians use this? Okay. Everybody, everybody uses adobo. I put this on everything. Name a thing. I put it on it. Name another thing. Fish. No, rice? That's nasty. What's wrong with you people? A Hispanic person did not say that. I'm looking at you, Tom. I'm, Tom probably said that. Tom is a Caucasian brother. I love him. Um, beans, yes. We put this on everything. What does it do? It enhances everything. It makes it amazing. It's like, the, you know, those commercials where everything is in black and white, and then, like, all of a sudden, the adobo hits, and every, everything is in color, and people are, like, dancing, and like, oh, yeah, adobo's here. Sex raises the temperature. It's an enhancer on everything. And because of that, it makes it difficult to say, hey, do this in this way. Because our society, just like adobo, we put it on everything, right? Um, commercial for shampoo? Eh, shampoo. Hmm. Throw some sex adobo on it, and it's like, oh, man, 
now we're, we're, we're selling something. Car commercials, right? Deodorant. I've seen it with body spray. Web, a website hosting service. You remember those? Go that. There you go. It's like, it's like they just, sex is everywhere as an enhancer. It makes more, things more interesting, more appealing, more intriguing. So it's a challenge to submit this area of our lives to Christ when we're constantly getting hit with it. That's number two. Number three, last one. Kind of talked about this. He says, in the end, she's bitter as wormwood. The further away an effect is from the action that caused it, the less likely we are to avoid a negative cause or participate in a positive cause. I'm going to say that this again. If a cause is over here and the effect is way over here, we're less likely as humans this is just my observation. This isn't in the Bible. But we're less likely to choose the right thing, right? Everybody knows in here, this isn't a mystery. Cigarettes uh, contribute to certain types of cancers of the, of the mouth and of the lungs, right? But people still smoke, don't they? How about, Tim, if I took one puff and all of a sudden I said, uh, 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 uh and I croak. How many people would smoke? None, right? Because the effect is this close. However, if the effect is far away, we're less likely to engage in a, in a positive uh, uh, effect and more likely to engage in a negative effect. I uh, would like to be ripped. I'm not. If I take off the shirt, you guys would run for the exits. But it's so hard. It's so hard to do all the things to eat right, to work out. Because the effect is way over there. I'm like, man, I work out hard, sweating. And then I go to take a shower, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I look exactly the same. I hate this. Right? With sex and pornography. With sexual temptation, oftentimes, the cause is here. We engage, but we don't feel the effects until later. But here it says, man, in the end, it's going to be bitter. And God wants to protect us from that. So let me say one thing, and then we're going to hop into a, 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 something else. Solomon here uses the example of an adulterous woman. But let's be clear. This is a proverb for all of us. Women, you aren't off the hook. He was talking to his son, and so he used what his son could be led astray by, right? So he said things for that time. He said, hey, don't go near the door of her house. Uh, her speech is smoother than oil. All right? If it was today's time, he might say, um, hey, don't slide into her DMs. Right? Or he might say, delete that hookup app. Y'all yeah, know which one I'm talking about. 
right? Or he might say, stop following that account on Instagram or Twitter, right? It's going to lead you astray. Put an accountability app on your phone so you can't access pornography. That's how he'd say it today, right? And if he was just speaking to a daughter, he'd say, hey, that man, stay away from this kind of man, this kind of man. The point is, this is for all of us. Salita asked me, oh, what are you going to talk about? Is it just going to be this? I'm like, no, all of us going to get convicted today, baby. I'm coming for all of you. Married, single, divorced, widow. God wants sexual purity from all of us because he has something for us. We get him. And I'm, ooh, I'm getting ahead of myself. But we get Jesus. And when we engage in things that separate us from Jesus, we miss out on the prize. Let me not get ahead of myself. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 1, verse 11. Because Solomon is writing this, and he's wise, right? He's the wisest man who ever lived, right? So he... He, he got to know a little something about this, this area, right, about sexual purity. But let's look at his resume, though. Let's look at his resume in 1 Kings chapter 11. Everybody there? We got it? Okay, on the screen. Here we go. Now, when, now King Solomon loved many foreign women. Uh-oh. Is this the same man? Hold up. Sally, if he was my boy, I'd be like, yo, Sally. You know, I'm a nickname guy. Didn't you, didn't you? Okay, all right, okay. Along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonian, and Hittite women from the nations concerning which the Lord had said to the people of Israel, you shall not enter into marriage with them. Neither shall they with you, for surely they will. Here we go. Here's what we're talking about today. Here's what I'm talking about for the rest of my life. I'm sorry, spoiler alert, every time I preach, I'm going to talk about this, the fact that we get Jesus. I'm sorry, I got one message for the rest of my life. I'm sorry if that's boring to you, but here it goes. Listen to what he said. Surely they will turn away your what? Your what? Listen to how many times God says your heart this perception, Old Testament God, he was the mean God. Oh, I'm mean, I'm Old Testament God. I hate people. I just want to kill people. No, no, no. The same God, yesterday, today, and forevermore, he wanted your heart back then. He wants your heart now. Well, turn your heart away from their gods. Solomon clung after their gods, excuse me. Solomon clung to these in love. He had 700 wives who were princesses and 300 concubines. And his wives did what? They turned away his what? His heart. Relationship. Relationship. That's what God didn't want to happen. His heart. You and me, Solomon, we're homies. You and me, Jonathan, you and me, Mike. Right? Your heart. God wants your heart. He wants your heart. For when Solomon was old, his wives did what? They turned away his what? His heart. There it goes again. Is it a coincidence? No. That's what God wants 
with us after other gods. And his what? His what? His heart was not wholly true to the Lord, his God, as was the what? The heart of David, his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. So Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. It did not wholly follow the Lord as David, his father, had done. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Molech, the abomination of the Ammonites, on the mountain east of Jerusalem. And so he did for all his foreign wives who made offerings and sacrificed to their gods. And look at this. I'm an attorney, for those of you who don't know. When I get a piece of like evidence like this, it's just like, ooh, I got you. You're mine. Right? Here it goes. He just, he says it, he spells it out. Your honor. It's clear. And the Lord was angry with Solomon. Why? Because his heart had turned away from the Lord. Man, this, this, this perception that society has of archaic values where God just wants to ruin your fun and God is just a stodgy old man in a rocking chair and he just doesn't want you to engage. He doesn't want you to have a good time. No. He knows how your heart works and he knows these things are going to turn your heart away from him. It's relationship. And that is beautiful. That's why I'm here. I signed up for that. That's why you signed up. Who wants another set of rules? Who wants another religion? I don't. Those come a dime a dozen. Amen, somebody? But I get to have a relationship with the God of the universe? That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. God, thank you so much. He found me when I was nothing, nobody. He cleaned me up, and he said, I want you, boy. I want you with all your mess, all your, all your baggage. I want you. I want to have a relationship with you. Oh, Lord Jesus, y'all too quiet. Y'all too quiet. Y'all too quiet, boy. Oh, man. Your heart. Your heart. Your heart. That's what God wants. God doesn't want you to make you a, a nice good Christian boy. He's just a good boy. He's, he'll, he's so obedient. A nice Christian girl. God is not a prude. He knows how hearts work. He designed it. He's like, man, this is going to take you away from me. Does that make sense, y'all? God was hurt. Hurt his feelings. Let's jump back to Proverbs 5 if you, if you uh, can flip back over there. And uh, like, I, like I said, society and even growing up, seemed like God was like anti-everything. He's just anti the stuff that's going to take you away from his heart. It seemed like he was anti-sex. But let's flip to, chapter, uh, to verse 15. He's not anti-sex. He's like, hey, go. Like, go get it. Like, hey, release the hounds. Drink water from your own cistern. Fill up flowing water from your own well. 
Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. You see, it's like the first half of the chapter is like, hey, this is what I don't want you to do. This is, this is, this is what I think you should be careful of. But then we get to verse 15, and it's like, this is why. I want you to have some of this water, boy. Some of this delicious water from this spring. This water's good. But that water that God has in verse 15 through 18, come on, somebody. Jesus. Speaking of Jesus, let's go to John chapter 4. Let's read about a, a time when Jesus... Talked about giving somebody living water from another well. Somebody who was also living in sexual impurity. John chapter 4. Y'all remember this woman? Samaritan woman? Y'all know she was in the streets, right? We're in Miami. Y'all know what that means, right? She was in these streets. Right? Let me just read it. Now, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, uh, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only the disciples, he left Judea, departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her. If you knew the gift of God, come on, somebody. I, I, like, this is like the build-up. That was the breakdown, and now it's like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. You know in, the, in, the, in the, uh, the dance song, the techno song, it's like the build-up, and then he drops the hammer, boom. Here we go. And who it is that's saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. This is the build-up. Get ready. He's about to drop the hammer. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. Here goes the hammer. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Didn't we just talk about a spring and a fountain in, in, in Proverbs chapter 5? You see, it's stay away from this, but it's not just because I'm a prude and I just want you to stay away from this. I got this living water I need to get to you, man. Do you want it? And look what the lady says. She's like, yo, give me this water. I need that. So that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. 
And check this out. Just like we talked about. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. Jesus is so slick. He knew what he was doing. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you are right in saying I have no husband. For you had five husbands and the one you have is not your husband. What you have said is true. A woman in sexual morality, just like Proverbs 5, it mirrors it. He deals with that. He deals with her. But after that, she calls the whole village, and she spends time with Jesus. He spent two days there. Notice what Jesus didn't say. He didn't say, quit all that section. What are you doing between the sheets? He said, look, I got something for you. Give that up, but I got something way better for you. And then he spent time with her. This is what the life that we're living is all about. This is why we're here, y'all. And I love it. And I wouldn't be here for any other reason. When we talk about Proverbs 5, flipping back, um, I just want to drive home the point that this is, he was talking to his son about marriage in verse 15 and 18, but there's so much more than that. Um, I've been married for 12 years. Praise God. My wife is beautiful. She's amazing. And matter of fact, I was watching my wedding video yesterday. I looked like I was 17 years old. What was I doing? I was 24 years old getting married. Anyway, that's crazy. But I'm still here. Amen, somebody? Um, this stuff doesn't go away after you get married. Any married folks in here can amen that? Tim, how long you been married? You've been married a while. How long? 34 years. Yeah, yeah, give him a round of applause. Does this stuff go away? Right? But you got, but you got the graceful doe, the lovely deer. Is she a lovely deer? Is she a graceful doe? I'm not going to ask you about the breast satisfying you always because that's, that's your business. And I'm not going to disrespect and get clocked upside my head. But at the same time, this stuff doesn't go away. Married, single, divorced. Those of you struggling with same-sex attraction. We're all dealing with the struggle, the fight of, man, here's God's lordship. And we just want to deviate a little bit and be like, man, I, I just, you know, if I go on this website, it's not going to be too bad. It's just, he wants everything under his lordship. This goes for every area of your life. But today we're talking about Proverbs 5. We're talking about our sexual desires to put them under God's lordship. 
It's not going to go away after you get married. I wish. I thought that. And then I was like, hey, why do I still want to watch this porn? Like, where did that come from? I love my wife. Why is this? I, this she is amazing. I want that. This doesn't go away. This is a daily battle to put all this under the lordship of Christ. But why? Verse 15. Come on, somebody. We get the fountain. Let's read another thing that Jesus said, and, and we're wrapping up. How's my time? Kind of long-winded. What time is it? Anybody? 12.05. What time I got to be out of here? 10 minutes? I think I could do this in 10 minutes. All right, here we go. All right. Chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verse 27. You have heard it was said, you shall not commit adultery. We were just talking about that. This is the remix. This is Jesus saying, okay, I'm going to sample. He's doing a Kanye. He's going to sample Proverbs 5. Okay? He's a, a banging producer. You should not commit adultery, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with his heart. And listen to what he says. Look at this, listen to this extreme language. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear that joint out. Yo, Jesus. Tear it out? He said, tear it out and throw it away. Justification. For it is better that you lose one of your members and your whole body be thrown into hell. Now, when Jesus talks about hell, what is hell ultimately? We think about the burning fire and the suffering. You know what the biggest part of suffering in hell is? Eternal separation from your creator, from the God who loves you. Jesus said, I want you with me for eternity. I need you there. I created you. I made you special. I, have, I, gave, I put a calling on your life. I don't want you to be in hell with both your eyes, so get rid of it. Get rid of that eye. I need you with me. Man, God loves you. He wants you with him for eternity. So he said, man, this is how extreme it got to be. Let's keep going. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell and be separated from God for eternity. You see what I've been saying the whole time? We get God. We get Jesus. I was talking to one of my guys the other day. I'm kind of bringing him along, kind of discipling him. And he was talking about all the things he he, he had to do to try to earn God's love. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Do you have Jesus? Do you have Jesus? Because if you have Jesus, that's it. That's the prize. You won. You win. At your young age, he's 28. You won. That's it. Jesus. Full stop. We win. That's the prize. That's the objective. That's all we need. So he's saying, whatever you got to do, with this lust thing, get rid of it. Because what I got for you is so much better. We get the fountain. We get the springs of living water. Come on, we get to drink deep. 
Come on, somebody. We get to drink of God's love, of his grace, of his purpose for our lives. We get to drink deep. There's a spring of living water for you, and it goes deep. Proverbs chapter 5, one last time. Drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water, we get springs. Let them be for yourself alone and not for the strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed. So I have an active imagination. Some of you may have uh, been able to deduce by this point. And I was like, hmm, a cistern, a well. Okay, yeah, we could like drink water. But then I started saying springs. And I talked about flowing. And I started thinking, man, like a spring, that's different than a well. I mean, a well is deep. I mean, I'm Dominican and we had to, I lived there when I was a kid and we had to, uh, it, it, it was not the cute, like, well, like, you know, in the, in the English cu- countryside. It was like you had to, like, lift it up and, and get the water out. And I was like, man, that's not, that's not cute. I'm thinking about a spring flowing, right? So then I'm like, man, how can I convey this? And then in my active imagination, I was like, well, there's nothing better than, you know, going to the river. This was full this morning, I promise you. I filled it up. I gave my hard-earned oxygen. I was thinking about how deep, how deep this thing gets. Show the video. Show the video. This is the Great Barrier Reef. And I was like, man, what can illustrate how deep this love and this experience with God It's not just a little fountain, a little well. Man, you could dive deep, dive deep. Look, there's coral, and there's fish, and there's sea fans, and sea slugs, and there's all this wildlife. And in your life, man, God has things that he wants to communicate with you, and it's deep, and it's amazing. And the Bible says, man, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. No mind can know what God has for those. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. So when he says, hey, you got to get this in line, you got to get this sexual thing in line, because, man, man, there's a spring. There's a spring, and we're going to go play. I brought some toys for you, and we're going to grab some floaties, and we're going to have a good time, and that's what God wants for us. Come on, somebody. Man, that's, that was the whole objective of today. How can I convince them that, man, what God has is better than what the world has? It's not do's and don'ts. It's not, hey, don't have sex before you're married. Don't do this. Don't do that. It's, hey, this is what you get to have. Do you want to throw a beach ball with Jesus? Man, that sounds awesome. Hey, Jesus, I'm going to spray you. That's what Christian life is all about. I've done the religious religious thing. I grew up that way. I've done the do's and don'ts. I am not interested. You should not be interested unless you're a masochist. 
But that's not what God has for you. He has so much more. Springs of living water like he wanted to give the Samaritan woman. Man, fountain, blessed fountain, springs. Man, the beauty of God's love. Don't you, do you guys feel that this morning? Do you guys feel it this morning? Anything that we got to cut is worth it. You may need some accountability. Some of you are not in city groups. You may need to join a city group. Get some brothers around you. Get some sisters around you and say, hey, I'm struggling in this area. I remember when I was dating Lauren, whoo, that joint was not easy. Bruh, it was real in the field. You may need to get some accountability. You may need to pray through this stuff. You may need to delete some apps today. Now, delete some apps. Unfollow, block some numbers. Amen, somebody? This is practical, but let the Holy Spirit speak to you. I'm giving you a few suggestions, but this is not do's and don'ts here. We have a relationship with the living God of the universe. Let him speak to you. Say, God, what do you want from me? I'm struggling in this area. Speak to me, Lord. I'm going to pray. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for what you want from us, God. Want for us. What you want for us, God. You, wanna, you, you want to be known and to know us, and that's beautiful. And we're so grateful for it. We're so grateful for it, God. We cannot wait until we're with you forever, but we get to, get to have these fountains spring now. And I just pray for, for your people, God. I pray for believers and non-believers alike. For the believers, God, I pray that they may seek you on this. For the people in here who haven't made that decision, I pray that today may be the day. Today may be the day. In Jesus' name, amen.